Hey guys, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast. I'm extremely happy to announce that we released a new and definitely massive content piece uh, just a few days ago. It's called the Definitive Fuel Efficiency Guide, Airline Fuel Efficiency Guide, a document um, that contains 10 articles spanning across more than 40 pages with a lot of knowledge and, and details about electronic fueling, digital fuel efficiency um, approaches, and so much more. Uh, so definitely make sure to um, download that. It's completely for free. All you have to do is to um, head over to our blog. You'll find a blog post about um, this, this uh, content piece and just uh, register with your email address and we will make sure to send that super valuable content piece uh, to you completely for free. So head over to our blog, make sure to register for that document. But now to the podcast. Hey guys, you tuned in to the ID1 Audio Experience, hopefully again, so you've listened to some of our episodes um, previously. Um, that, that's very good because you, you're making sure that you don't miss um, valuable content about airlines, aviation, KPI, technology and innovation. And today, um, for the first time ever, so this is, this is going to be remarkable today, for the first time ever, we are... We are leaving the, the territory of, of airlines today, um, but, but no worries. Um, <laughs> we, 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 we won't go too far, um, but we are entering the world of airports um, today. Um, we thought it might make sense to um, also take a look at, um, at airports, at airport KPIs, um, especially because we... We um, received a lot of feedback from 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 you guys who are, who are listening um, that uh, you would also be interested in um, understanding a bit more about airport KPIs, um, airport operations. Um, I guess um, some of you are working at airport, not only at airlines. So um, we thought this makes totally sense um, to enter that new territory. <laughs> Actually, it isn't that new, and um, it isn't that far away, as already mentioned. Um, so what I'm going to do uh, today is to introduce, um, as always, we, we, we start with a, with an introduction. We had many of the, um, those introductions with, um, with airline KPIs, and so we do the same with airport KPIs today. And I'm going to introduce five passenger-oriented KPIs, um, KPIs that airports really should have a very close eye on because um, they're just so important, so essential. Um, and I think especially in um, this this corona crisis or in this post-corona time, um, they are getting even more important because I think quality really measures um, uh, matters. Sorry, quality um, definitely matters in in in, in those um, times. Story is pretty easy, I think. Um, as as airlines take care of their passengers, I think airports must also focus on taking care of the travelers' experience. Actually. Um, and as I mentioned, I, I would like to, to share with you um, five passenger-oriented KPIs um, that, that airports should, should take into account, at least, in order to guarantee that, that the clients, the passengers, 
satisfaction. This this doesn't mean that operational KPIs for airports are not relevant, and and that's why you should also um, probably have a have a look on on our blog. We um, have some some interesting blog posts all about airports, um, how airport dashboards can look like, um, airport dash, dashboard KPIs can look like. So you can can head over to our blog www.id1.de/blog, and you will also find some some um, airport stuff uh, there. Now. Anyways, um, we can say that there's a, a very thin line actually with, within airport KPIs and airline KPIs in terms of ground operations, especially for events such as check-in, baggage, and, and stuff like that. So in, in some cases, the, the airports provide the service to the airlines as a third party, right? And, and therefore, for, for this specific case, we will we'll use the, the assumption, now for this, for this podcast today, we will use the assumption that all services are provided directly by the airport, just to make it a bit easier for you to, 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 to understand, to, to, to get the point. Um, anyways, I think um, enough of, of backstory, let's get it started. Five essential airport KPIs. KPI number one, baggage mishandling. Super, super important, super, super essential. Um, for, for travelers, I think one of their biggest fears, probably besides um, a flight cancellation is to have the issue with their luggage. Lost luggage, damaged luggage, delay, or one of the pain points for travelers. Or this, this is actually this is one of the, the, the main pain points travelers have, not, not only for, for many years, but it is the same right now. And due to that reason, um, airports really have to track on a daily basis the amount of mishandled baggage um, in operations. This, this KPI actually works best with, with a target that is reflecting a, a certain reference point and the target, target is then used um, to, to understand, to assess if the KPI is performing as expected, if it's better, or it requires probably some, some improvement measures. And for, for, for this KPI, it is definitely necessary to, to count with real-time data. I think this is really so essential but also to incorporate historical data. Um, and and there, therefore, especially the, the historical data is essential to, to understand the, the evolution of this KPI um, in, the, in the long run, in the, or, uh, yeah, in the long run. Um, I'd say a, a tracking on, on a monthly basis is reasonable here, and this, this helps to determine if there's a specific um, day or a specific time in a day where critical situations um, um, recurrently happens. On, on the other uh, other hand, it, it can also be compared on a on a month to month to to determine if there's a um, specific month or a specific week actually um, during the year that that is more critical than than others to identify. Actually, if there's a a stable situation, so baggage mishandling, um, I would advise to monitor it uh, in in real time to know what is going on right now, but then on a second page also to have this comparison over a certain period. Um, or for a, for a longer period. KPI number two, the extremely, extremely important, the baggage claim waiting time. From And I can say from, from my personal experience, there's nothing better for, you will, you will agree on that, um, definitely, there's nothing better for a travel experience than arriving at the baggage belt, and we, we all know that situation, and you see your luggage has already been delivered. I think this really one of the moments. <laughs> Actually, it, it doesn't matter if you have to wait for three or four minutes. 
actually after a, a eight hour flight but still if you arrive at that uh, at the baggage belt and your, your luggage is already there this is a, a very glorious moment always we, we all know that i even know that from my from my parent there they keep telling me when they have been on a, on a holiday trip and we arrived back in, in in frankfurt and we went to the baggage belt and, and you know the baggage was already there and this really um i think one of the the, the the one of the very important aspects that people remind of right um and there is a very good article. Um, it's called "You've um, how is it called? You, You've reached baggage claim, but why hasn't your luggage?" Um, it was it was published, I think, in, in New York Times. Um, and the, the the average waiting time for luggage, depending on on the airport infrastructure, on airport size, on the the modernization level of the the, the airport, actually lies between fifteen to forty five minutes. Um, Therefore, if the average time surpasses the 45 minutes, actually, the situation is really critical. And I, I, I'd go even that far that nobody wants to wait longer than, than 10 to 15 minutes um, until they, um, they can grab their, their luggage and, and leave the airport. Everything above 15 minutes um, is, is really is, is, is kind of painful. It's already starting to, um, um, you, you're already starting to um, complain about the airport. Um, why is my, my, my luggage my luggage um not, not there why hasn't it been um delivered yet um there, there's another um a research I, I think it was performed in the in the united kingdom um airports such as for example london heathrow um they require um on average um almost 30 minutes i think it was 29 um 29 minutes um London Gatwick was uh, slightly above 30 minutes, and Edinburgh, for example, was all around 30 minutes on average. And and this considered at, at the longest waiting times um, um, in the baggage claim on, on of, of that region. So therefore, long story short, it is necessary to measure in first step to measure that that KPI to compare it um, again to set target and to to of course in a, in a second step to evaluate where are the pain points, where are the root causes. Um, why it is taking that long, if it takes that long, and what are potential corrective measures you, you can implement um, in order to, to be really competitive um, to other airports. Um, but it's, it's, I think in that case, it is not only about competition, because um, most often passengers have no very limited choices um, regarding the airport they are flying to or they're arriving to. Um, but it, it is a, a very important factor in terms of um, customer satisfaction and it's a um, yeah essential KPI to set up to monitor and then to make something something out of it um, KPI number three uh, is about the security control waiting times it's pretty similar to the to the baggage claim um, the, the, the cues for security control in, in, in some airports must be very efficient Organized uh, in, in in order to to guarantee that the passengers arrive on time to their to their respective gates, right? In in some cases, the security controls are definitely bottlenecks. I I remember um, summer two thousand eighteen um, here in Frankfurt, uh, security um, control was really the major bottleneck um, and was responsible for a lot of a lot of flight delays. Um, Due to different reasons, sometimes there is not enough um, stuff available from, from border control. Um, 
travelers are sometimes not familiar with, with the airport's procedures or with the, um, uh, the, the official procedures, and, and therefore they require longer time for the check. Um, since this is, this, is, this is such a very crucial bottleneck for, for the whole um, process at an airport, um, it, is, it is so necessary to, to provide the, the essential elements to really guarantee a, a reduction in security control. But everything, again, starts with setting up the KPI, monitoring the KPI, and then deriving, um, if necessary, what measures can be implemented to improve the KPI. Um, from, from experience, we know that, that this is sometimes quite difficult because it's not a, um, at, at least at many airports uh, throughout the world, it is not a process that is in hands of the airport, but it's in, in the hands of um, uh, the, the, the country, uh, the National Guard, actually. Um, so it, it's quite tough to, to receive data, um, but there, there are some, some smart um, ideas, concepts, um, using cameras in order to, to count the people in the queue and stuff like that. So it is possible to set up this KPI to, to gather data that is required to track that KPI, and then it should, uh, should be uh, about defining measures, how to reduce it if this is necessary. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the podcast, um, but there's there's one thing very important to me. Um, we, we recently saw that many of you um, are listening to our podcast. We have hundreds and thousands of, of daily listeners on, on the different channels on, on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or especially Podomatic. Um, but we saw that um, still a lot of you haven't subscribed to our podcast. So we really invite you to to subscribe to, to the podcast um, in order to make sure that you, you never miss a, a new episode. And it really means a, a lot to us if you, if you subscribe. So make sure um, wherever you're listening to the podcast, um, hit the subscribe button. Um, really means a lot to me. Thank you. And now um, back to the podcast. Um, moving on to KPI number four. I always have to, to count where we are. KPI number four. Um, this is about the, the passport control waiting time. Again, um, Similar to security, this is most often in in the hand of um, not of the airport, but um, of um, the, the 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 country of the national guard or how it is called. Um, the security control times they they depend as well on the size and amount of security station at the airport, obviously, um, and and passport control definitely can also be a, a bottleneck in airports um, with, with high international traffic especially. So therefore, again, it is necessary to, to identify the waiting times. Um, we're again talking about using cameras, for example, to count the, the people in a queue. And for, for both KPI, the security control, um, also the passport control, um, it is possible to basically debriate an additional KPI on the number of incidents, for example, at security checkpoints or, or passport control. All right, um, and last but not least, um, basically my, my last sentence leads me to the to the to the last KPI. Um, you uh, should have a close eye on in terms of passenger satisfaction at an airport. This is about the number of incidents at security or passport control. I, I personally consider this this KPI is slightly tricky actually. Um, the fact of having a permanent low number of incidents in security points or passport control does not necessarily it does not necessarily imply that things are probably working but but nonetheless this can also mean that there are inefficiencies or low quality 
in the security process or passport control process. On the other hand, a high number of incidents also imply a, I have to say, a lack of organization and steering of the process. And therefore, it is simply necessary um, always to, to set reachable targets. And again, coming back to a point I, I, I talked about with the first KPI, work with historical data in order to evaluate the behavior and, um, yeah, how to say, attack the identified weak spots, the, the potential um, weak spots. So, quick summarize, uh, sorry, quick summary. Um, why are these airports KPI are that important? Exactly these uh, or those KPIs. I think if, if, if those KPIs are not tracked and passengers tend to have bad experiences with the airport whenever they're required to make transfer trips, there's a high chance they will avoid those slow and complicated airports. As I mentioned, it is probably not possible for people starting or ending their, their journey at that airport. They most often have very limited choices. And of course, depends on the um, the region you're, you're, you're living in. Um, for example, here in the um, Frankfurt region in, in, in Germany, you could still uh, go for the Cologne airport or Dusseldorf airport, which is far a bit more far away, but still it would be possible. Um, Nevertheless, therefore, I think it, it is also necessary that not only aircraft operations, but but, but staff operations work properly uh, in pro of the customer, to say it in that way. In case, um, we, we really want to, as, as always at the end of the podcast, we really would like to, to get your opinion um, on that, to get your view, and I would really... Um, would be would be super interested to know what what passenger oriented KPIs are you tracking at your airport. Um, so as always, I'm happy to receive your feedback. Um, hit me up on Twitter Ben underscore underscore ID one or send me an email Benjamin dot office at ID one dot de. And of course, you'll find me on, on LinkedIn on Facebook. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy to receive some input from your side. What are the the passenger oriented KPIs you're tracking? Um, what is your opinion and happy to to start a discussion on that and that's it for the moment as always i would love to um, welcome you again tomorrow in our next episode till then have a super amazing day cheers and bye bye Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.